Hey, good morning. It is February 9th. It is Friday. One of my favorite days of the week. Always. Forever. As a working person. Anyway, it's going to be snowy. And it is going to be really snowy upstate New York. Um, It's going to just be a little snowy here. And today's quote of the day is by John Andrew Holmes. And it goes like this. Never tell a young person that anything cannot be done. God may have been waiting centuries for someone ignorant enough of the impossible to do that very thing. Okay, let's make it a good one. Horoscopes by Linda C. Black Astrology for February 9th. Aries, study your route and make advanced reservations if you don't have them already. Keep confirmations and receipts. Adventure beckons. Choose reality over fantasy. Taurus, your financial management is appreciated. Don't brag or complain about money. Costs may be higher than expected. Move quickly to grab a lucrative opportunity. Gemini, negotiate your way through minor adjustments with a partner. Expectations and fantasies can cloud the view. Stick to solid options and methods. Cancer, your attention and energy are in demand. Rely on your team and guard sacred alone time for exercise and peace. Ask for what's needed. Someone's saying nice things about you, Leo. Listen for love and find it everywhere. Dreams reveal a major change. Consider all possibilities. Virgo, Strengthen domestic infrastructure with a home improvement project. It's easy for plans to get overly elaborate and expensive. Keep it elegantly simple. Libra, use your creative and communication skills to advance a heartfelt project. Reach out to your networks for support. Invent new possibilities and share them. Scorpio, Prepare to push for new authority and income when an opportunity appears. Don't lose what you've got to chase a mirage. Invest in reliable probabilities. Sagittarius, use all this energy and confidence for practical gain. Vague fantasies dissolve, but solid advances remain possible if you watch your step. Capricorn, allow yourself time for peaceful rest and meditation. Many questions remain unresolved. Patiently plan your moves. Emotions could run high. This too shall pass. Aquarius, community activities produce satisfying results if you can keep from chasing windmills. Ease up on the imaginative suggestions and stay on solid ground. And finally, Pisces, schedule carefully. The professional spotlight shines your way, and you want to be able to shine back. Let go of old fears and ask for support if necessary. You got this. And those are your horoscopes for February 9th, Friday. Today in rock, February 9th. After nine weeks, Guy Mitchell singing the blues is pushed out of Billboard's top spot by Elvis Presley's Too Much. 1958. A report by the American Research Bureau cites Dick Clark's American Bandstand, 
as the top-rated daytime television program, drawing an average of 8,400,000 viewers per day. 1959, Lloyd Price reached number one on the Billboard pop chart with Stagger Lee, an updated version of a 1911 folk song called Stack Olay that was based on the murder of William Billy Lyons by Stagger Lee Shelton. Wilson Pickett would take the song to number 22 in 1967. 1962, Neil Sedaka records Breaking Up is Hard to Do, which will become his fifth U.S. top 10 hit and first number one by the following August. Neil's ballad version of the song would peak at number eight in February 1976. 1963, Ray Hildebrand and Jill Jackson, who were billed as Paul and Paula, had the top tune in the U.S. with Hey Paula. It made number eight in the U.K. 1964, the Beatles made their first appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show, which was watched by over 73 million people, 60% of the viewing audience. The Fab Four performed All My Loving, Till There Was You, She Loves You, I Saw Her Standing There, and I Want to Hold Your Hand. Also performing on the show is a future member of the Monkees, Davy Jones, who appeared as part of the cast of Oliver. 1972, Paul McCartney's Wings make their concert debut at Nottingham University in England. 1976, Percy Faith, who led his orchestra to the top of the Billboard pop chart with Theme from a Summer Place in 1960, died of cancer at the age of 62. Between 1950 and 1973, Faith charted in the U.S. Top 40 16 times. 1979, a Birmingham, England band called UB40 played their first ever gig at a pub in their hometown. The reggae group took their name from the UK Unemployment Benefit Form. 1981, rock and roll pioneer Bill Haley died of a heart attack at the age of 55. He was still a big star in Europe and in Mexico where his Twist album was the best-selling LP of all time for many years. Haley was getting ready to release a new country and western album when he passed away in Harlingen, Texas. He had been suffering from a brain tumor and had given his last concert in South Africa in April of 1980. During his career, Bill Haley sold over 60 million records. In 2004, Diana Ross began serving a two-day jail sentence for an Arizona drunk driving conviction at the Greenwich Police Department in upscale Greenwich, where she lives. The former lead singer for the Supremes was arrested December 30, 2002, after tests showed she had a blood alcohol level of 0.20%. Arizona's legal limit for drivers is 0.08. In 2005, Tyrone Davis, best known for his hits Turn Back the Hands of Time and Can I Change My Mind, died from complications following a stroke he was 66. In 2010, former Beatles drummer Ringo Starr became the 2,401st person to be added to the Hollywood Walk of Fame during a ceremony that marked the 50th anniversary of the attraction's groundbreaking. The Beatles, as a group, were given a star in 1998. 2012, Paul McCartney finally got his own star on Hollywood's Walk of Fame, becoming the last of the four Beatles to get the honor. His star was placed outside the Capitol Records building, alongside those of band members John Lennon, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr. 
and I went to California, L.A., and I saw those stars, and it was pretty cool. And that's your day in rock, February 9th. Rolling Stone, uh, seven days ago, published uh, Snoop Dogg Reddy's Gospel Double Album Bible of Love. And you got to give props to any artist who's willing to step completely into a new music genre. It's a very brave act. It takes a lot of guts. It takes um, a lot of passion and belief in yourself. And here's the article by Daniel Krebs. Snoop Dogg delivered on his promise to record a gospel album, Bible of Love. The 32-track double album, which features artists like Ty Trivett, the Clark sisters, Faith Evans, and Rance Allen, is due out March 16th, according to the record's iTunes pre-order page. Snoop Dogg also unveiled the new video for the album's 7-minute closing track, Words Are Few, featuring B. Slade and Snoop performing the song in church. The rapper originally released the inspirational single in September. Snoop Dogg has hinted at recording a gospel album since 2017. He said in the Beats 1 interview, It's always been on my heart. I just never got around to it because I always be doing gangsta business or doing this or doing that. I just felt like it's been on my heart too long. I need to do it now. Snoop Dogg also marked the impending arrival of Bible of Love with a headlining set at the 19th annual Super Bowl gospel celebration outside Minneapolis. According to the Bethel University Clarion, Snoop Dogg was the first secular artist to headline the event. The record's all about love from start to finish, he said at the event. That's the way you change the world, by putting love in it. And I couldn't agree more. I mean, the hate that I see all over Oh, it's just like, it's crazy. There's way too much hate. There's way too much criticism. We should be practicing tolerance. We should be getting back into community. We should really just get away from this hate stuff because it just separates, it alienates, it sucks you dry. It doesn't do anything for you and it's just it's just crazy I mean we really need to get away from hate we need to lift each other up the more we do it the better we'll be and the better things will be for us and the less fearful we'll be of each other I mean the intolerance and fear that we have for our fellow fellow neighbor is just insane I mean, you have different groups, and that's part of the problem, actually, because you have, like, an LGBTQ group, you have um, religious groups, you have Democrats, you have Republicans. This grouping thing is what's killing us. We don't need to be so segregated by groups. We need to come together and say, look, we're all on this earth. We need to care about the environment more. We need to focus on what's happening around us. We need to start 
helping each other a lot more than we are. You see that the good in people comes out with disaster, but you know, you're still seeing the bad. You're still seeing people looting and you know, the, the publicity doesn't get on the media, uh, as much because I think they, they try not to, uh, you know, highlight that, but it does. I mean, people take advantage way too much of disaster situations with scams, looting, etc. Stop stepping on each other's heads out there. What the hell? Anyway, that's how I feel. I feel that, you know, peace, love, rock and roll, art, you know, let's get back into that stuff. That's what we need. We need a renaissance. And Snoop Dogg, I think you're awesome. Bye. You know, there's more money being spent on breast implants and Viagra today than on Alzheimer's research. So I figure by 2040, there should be a large elderly population with perky boobs, huge erections, and absolutely no recollection of what to do with them. So February 9th is National Pizza Day, National Bagel Day, National Toothache Day, National No One Eats Alone Day. What the heck? You know, why would you put bagels and pizza on the same day? Like, those are two of my favorite foods. They should each have their one day. I mean, what? Who decides this? So, I don't know, everybody. Eat a bagel, eat a pizza, and see your dentist. Oh, and eat with a friend, and you'll be covered. So, on Reuters this morning, Congress votes to end brief government shutdown. This was written by David Morgan, Amanda Becker, and Richard Cowan. And basically, we all know that the government shut down for like, I don't know, 65 seconds or something last night in the middle of the night. And then they passed the bill this morning to get it going again. So basically, it was like rebooting um, your computer. And so... They write this, the U.S. House of Representatives joined the Senate early on Friday morning in approving a bill to end overnight federal shutdown, sparing Republicans further embarrassment and averting serious interruption of the government's business. Who is writing this stuff? Oh, my God. If that's not an opinion that they just slipped in there, I I don't understand journalists anymore. It's just not reporting. It is so much opinion. And let me tell you another thing. Republicans should be embarrassed? No, 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 no. All the politicians should be embarrassed. Every single last one of them. Republican, Democrat, whoever the hell is in there. All of you. I think that the best thing we could do is to really fire them all and start clean. I really do. We have an old way of doing things in government that is just stalling us out, stalling us out. Too many people competing for power and money and even celebrity now, and it is sickening. 
I mean, Nancy Pelosi, eight hours, eight hours on DACA. Okay. We know it's a situation. I get it. But did your eight hours include your resolution? Wouldn't that eight hours have been better spent in a group on the side working together? I actually watched Trump's speech and she did not stand when the family of the daughter of the slain MS-13 gang member was, you know, honored by the audience. Nancy Pelosi, are you that embedded in the political system that you cannot find your heart to stand and honor a family that's suffering? I can't stand because I'm a Democrat and I have a position. Well, that's what's wrong because we're not about positions. We're human beings. We live, we sweat, we poop. We have family members that die, sometimes tragically. And we need to get back to the heart of where we've come from. And you not standing at that moment is the heart of what is wrong with this country. This country wants to be united and all of the politicians are keeping us apart. They're keeping us in groups, segregated groups. I talked about this before earlier, but I mean, I am just disgusted. Rand Paul stands up, he talks on for hours. What are you guys doing? What are you doing? You all suck. And you haven't fixed anything, and you need to get to work. That's what you were hired for. You're not hired to line your pockets and get your 15 minutes of fame, and some people it's eight hours of fame. You're not hired for that. You should have purpose. You should have humanity. And America needs to be fixed. It really, really does. I'm sorry you don't like Trump, but... You guys are the legislators. You have the power, a lot more power and responsibility than the President of the United States, who's basically got very limited powers. And I know this. A lot of people actually know this. If America's failing, it's on you guys.